Please be advised that the following program is for entertainment purposes only. Consult your doctor for medical advice. Hey there. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Lynn and my co-host is Matt. Today, we will be discussing a topic that affects our health and well-being. That is probiotics in your stomach, their essential roles, and how they can impact your health. The medical community has been using probiotics to cure certain diseases for years. By the end of this podcast, you'll be grateful for the valuable information we're going to share with you, which your doctor might not have told you about. It has been reported that probiotics were used unintentionally almost 10,000 years ago. However, in previous centuries, they were spread through fermented milk, mainly in Europe. The Balkan regions attributed longevity and healthy living to their fermented yogurt. Consumers today are showing an increased interest in self-care and personal care products, as well as in integrative medicine and social enterprises. The global probiotics market was valued at 77 billion US dollars in 2022 and is projected to grow at a compound annual growth rate of 14% from 2023 to 2030. Probiotics can be found in three main categories in the global marketplace. Foods, dietary supplements, and pharmaceuticals. What are probiotics? The term probiotic originates from Greek and translates to for life. It was likely created by Ferdinand Virgin in 1954. Later on, in 1965, Lilly and Stilwell described probiotics as microorganisms that stimulate the growth of other microorganisms. However, over the years, the definition of probiotics has been modified and updated multiple times. Matt will tell you the rest. The term probiotic is often misused to describe any microbe that is believed to have therapeutic benefits for humans. At the start of the 20th century, a Russian scientist and immunologist named Ilya Misnikow expressed a particular interest in lactic acid fermentation. He worked for the Pasteur Institute in Paris, and was awarded the Nobel Prize in Medicine for his work on immunology in 1907. The World Health Organization defined probiotics as bacteria that, when given to a host at adequate levels, improve their health. These microorganisms, which consist mainly of bacteria but also include yeasts, are naturally present in fermented foods, may be added to other food products, and are available as dietary supplements. Probiotics are sold as supplement and must comply with regulations under the general food law. These regulations require that they are safe for human consumption. In the USA, microorganisms used for consumption purposes should have the GRAS status. GRAS stands for General Regarded as Safe, which is regulated by the FDA or the Food and Drug Administration. The European counterpart is the QPS. QPS stands for Qualified Presumption of Safety. 
Let's discuss uh, the function of probiotics now. In 2020, an article published in the Frontier Immunology Journal titled, Probiotics in Medicine, a Long Debate, quoted the following. Over the past few years, probiotics have garnered a lot of attention from medical professionals due to their potential use in preventing and treating numerous diseases. The importance of maintaining a healthy balance of the normal human intestinal microbiota is widely recognized for maintaining good health. When the balance of the intestinal microbiota is disrupted, it can lead to various health issues, such as infections, autoimmune conditions, allergies, and others. Probiotics have emerged as a promising approach to preventing and treating these clinical states as an adjuvant therapy. Probiotics can help preserve the balance of the normal intestinal microbiota, improve the immune system, and reduce the symptoms of various diseases. Let's talk about how probiotics affect human health. Probiotics can affect human health and disease through various mechanisms. They detoxify chemical substances and environmental pollutants. They work in several ways, including inhibiting the growth of harmful bacteria, synthesizing important vitamins such as K, B, riboflavin, and folate, strengthening the gut barrier, metabolizing bile salt, and fermenting undigested fiber in the colon. By restricting binding on the intestine, and influencing the immune response, probiotics can also prevent the growth of pathogenic bacteria, and improve intestinal barrier integrity. Probiotic microorganisms may also be able to produce enzymes. Specific probiotic strains can modulate the serotonin, gamma-aminobutyric acid, or GABA, and dopamine levels, affecting mood, behavior, gut motility, and stress-related pathways. Overall, the use of probiotics can have a significant impact on human health and well-being as they work to improve gut microbiota and promote better absorption of crucial nutrients. Matt, can we discuss when the process of probiotic colonization started? Of course. The early colonization of a baby's gastrointestinal tract is very important in determining the gut microbiome later in life. The assembly of the gut microbiota begins before birth and continues throughout childhood. Several factors can influence the initial colonization, such as the baby's genetic makeup, method of delivery, use of antibiotics, type of feeding, and whether the mother is under stress or has an inflammatory condition. The bacteria found in the placenta, umbilical cord blood, and a newborn's first bowel movement can all affect colonization. However, the bacteria present in the mother's vagina and in breast milk appear to be more significant for gut colonization. These bacteria can spread from the digestive tract to other parts of the body and can be transported to other areas through the bloodstream. Breastfeeding and formula feeding can affect the gut microbiota in babies. While commercially available formulas contain bacteria known as probiotics, 
It is unclear if these formulas have a long-term impact on the baby's gut microbial composition and function. It is important to conclude that breastfeeding is beneficial for your baby. Additionally, during your pregnancy, it is crucial to maintain a healthy gut as you will pass on probiotics to your newborn baby. This will have a long-lasting impact on their well-being throughout their lifetime. What types of bacteria are in probiotics? Probiotics are defined by their specific strain, with well-known strains including Lactobacillus, Bifidobacterium, Saccharomyces, Streptococcus, Enterococcus, Escherichia, and Bacillus. There is a new term that most people are not aware of. What are prebiotics? Prebiotics are typically complex carbohydrates that probiotics in the gastrointestinal tract use as metabolic fuel. Prebiotics are a type of dietary fiber that is not fully digested in the upper part of the digestive system. This means that they travel to the colon where they are fermented by beneficial bacteria. As a result, prebiotics help to reduce the pH levels in the intestines and maintain a healthy balance of water in the bowel. The main aim of prebiotics is to stimulate the growth and activity of beneficial bacteria in the gastrointestinal tract, which confers a health benefit to the host. Foods containing prebiotics include tomatoes, artichokes, bananas, asparagus, berries, garlic, onions, chicory, green vegetables, legumes, flaxseed, oats, barley, and whole wheat. How about symbiotics? Symbiotics refer to products that combine both probiotics and prebiotics. The word symbiotic implies synergy. In 1995, Gibson and Robert Freud introduced the term symbiotic to describe a combination of synergistically acting probiotics and prebiotics. The principal purpose of that type of combination is the improvement of survival of probiotic microorganisms in the gastrointestinal tract. In a 2017 article published in the Nutrients Journal titled, Effects of Probiotics, Prebiotics, and Symbiotics on Human Health, scientists explain the properties of symbiotics. These include antibacterial, anticarcinogenic, and anti-allergic effects, as well as the ability to counteract decay processes in the intestine and prevent constipation and diarrhea. Symbiotics have also been found to be effective in preventing osteoporosis, reducing blood fat and sugar levels, regulating the immune system, and treating brain disorders associated with abnormal liver function. The author concluded that further studies may clarify the components' mechanisms of action and their effect on human health. Matt, can you provide information on which foods contain probiotics? Some fermented foods, such as sourdough bread and most commercial pickles, are processed after they are fermented and do not contain alive cultures. Many commercial yogurts contain probiotic microorganisms, such as 
Lactobacillus, Bulgaricus, and Streptococcus, thermophiles. Other sources of probiotics include, fermented vegetables, kimchi, cheese, and apple cider vinegar. Whether these foods are truly probiotics depends on, the levels of microorganisms present upon consumption, their ability to survive intestinal transit, and the health benefits of their specific species and strains. How about probiotics as dietary supplement? Probiotics are also available as dietary supplements, in capsules, powders, liquids, and other forms, containing a wide variety of strains and doses. Many probiotic supplements contain 1 to 10 billion CFU per dose, but some products contain up to 50 billion CFU or more. However, higher CFU counts do not necessarily improve the product's health effects. In 2020, an article titled Probiotic Supplements, Hope, or, Hype, was published by researchers in the Frontier and Microbiology Journal. The study aimed to test the tolerance of several representative probiotic supplements to acids and bile salts. The supplements primarily contained lactobacillus strains and were manufactured in either China or Canada. It's worth noting that China is known as the pharmacy of the world. According to the report, the probiotics tested in the study showed poor tolerance to acids and bile salts and were resistant to antibiotics. Another scientific report stated that, antibiotic-resistant genes have been found in various dietary supplements, which could mean that, not all probiotic supplements are effective, and some may even cause harm. Let's talk more about the use of probiotics in clinical settings. Probiotics have become a common choice for preventing, and treating a variety of medical conditions such as diarrhea, colon cancer, hypertension, diabetes, acute pancreatitis, infection, ventilator-associated pneumonia, migraine, and autism. They are believed to enhance the body's adaptive immune responses, improve gut barrier function, alter the microbial environment in the intestine, and produce antimicrobial substances. Would you like to know how probiotics can improve the communication between the gut and the brain? Let's find out what scientists have to say. In 2019, the American Society for Nutrition Journal published an article titled, Mechanisms of Action of Probiotics. The article highlights the following findings. Individuals who physically interacted with each other through social grooming, had more similar communities of gut bacteria, resulting in variation in the gut microbiota, even after controlling for diet, host genetics, and shared environment. The health of children, and the development of short, and long-term behavior, is associated with the intestinal microbiota, the brain, gut signaling system, and the interaction of the microbiota with genetic receptors. That makes a lot of sense. When people socialize, they tend to pass bacteria to each other. So what you should do is you go and find very healthy people and tell them, let's hug and kiss more. 
the role of the gut microbiota in health and disease in the first years of life has become even more relevant due to evidence that it can influence many aspects of human behavior. Preterm infants are particularly vulnerable to the effects of stress and pain, making the gut microbiota's role even more critical. Autism spectrum disorder or ASD is a severe neurodevelopmental disorder that impairs a child's ability to communicate and interact with others. Children with neurodevelopmental disorders, including ASD, are often affected by gastrointestinal problems and gut microbiota dysbiosis or an imbalance in bacterial composition. Recently published data have linked maternal obesity and diabetes with the incidence of ASD. Interesting. This means that during pregnancy, if the mother is obese or diabetic, her child might acquire ASD. How about the side effects of probiotics? Many probiotic strains derived from species with a long history of safe use in foods or from microorganisms that colonize healthy gastrointestinal tracts. For these reasons, the common probiotic species, such as Lactobacillus species and Bifidobacterium species, are unlikely to cause harm in healthy people. Side effects of probiotics are usually minor and consist of self-limited gastrointestinal symptoms, such as gas. However, some evidence indicates that probiotics may cause harm in certain populations, including preterm infants and people who are severely ill or immunocompromised. For individuals with compromised immune function or other serious underlying diseases, the World Gastroenterology Organization (WGO) advises restricting probiotic use to the strains and indications that have proven efficacy. Since probiotics can treat a wide variety of diseases, it is crucial for healthcare professionals to better understand the topic to provide the best care to patients. Please understand that not everyone is an expert in probiotics. The use of probiotics in treating gastrointestinal disorders is gaining popularity among patients despite the potential health risks, particularly for those who are seriously ill. or have weakened immune systems. Patients usually compare probiotic treatments with other commonly used therapies like alternative medicines and drug therapies to form opinions. Each framework highlights different benefits and risks associated with probiotic use. As a result, it may require significant effort from doctors to assist patients in making informed decisions about probiotic treatments. The question is, are health professionals knowledgeable about probiotics? In 2019, the International Journal of Environmental Research and Public Health published an article titled "Health Professionals' Knowledge of Probiotics: An International Survey." A survey was conducted online to collect data on the understanding of health professionals about probiotics. A total of 1,066 health professionals from 30 countries responded to the survey. The majority of the respondents evaluated their knowledge of probiotics as medium.
Only 9% rated it as excellent. Almost 79% of health professionals involved in the survey have recommended their patients to use probiotics, and 58% of them wanted to learn more about probiotics. Hmm. According to the survey, all things considered, health professionals have a medium level of knowledge of probiotics. Medium means they're not an expert. So please make sure that your doctor is an expert before you ask him any questions about probiotics or else he might give you the wrong answer. Finally, how to pick the best probiotic. This is crucial information for those of you who want to take probiotic supplements. According to the Cleveland Clinic, by the way, this is a very good clinic. When searching for probiotics, pay attention to the following. Number one, colony-forming units or the number of bacteria per dose. Number two, type of bacteria strains that are used. Number three, how your probiotics need to be stored. Number four, which strains and brand names have been studied for their effectiveness. Matt, could you provide further details on this topic regarding those in colony-forming units? Sure, according to the Cleveland Clinic. When choosing a probiotic product, it's important to ensure that it contains alive and active bacterial cultures. Pay close attention to colony-forming units, or CFU, to know the number of bacterial cells you'll get in each dose. Experts suggest selecting probiotic products with a minimum of 1 billion colony-forming units, containing the genus, Lactobacillus, Bifidobacterium, Bacillus, or Saccharomyces boulardii, as these are some of the most researched probiotics. However, each genus of bacteria encompasses numerous strains that produce different results. To determine how many colony-forming units you need to help with a specific condition, speak to a doctor before taking probiotic supplements. This will ensure that the supplements are suitable for you. How about storage and expiration date? It's important to take note of the label and proper storage of your probiotics. It is recommended to keep them refrigerated and ensure that the place where you purchase them from also stores them in a cool place. The reason for this is that Heat can kill off the microorganisms in your probiotics if they are not stored correctly. Avoid plastic bottles as they can increase humidity and lower the survival rate of strains. Also, don't forget to check the expiration date as the number of colony-forming units tends to decrease over time, making them less effective. The question is, should we look for brand name probiotics? To ensure that you stay safe and get the right probiotics that you need, it is essential to be vigilant about the labeling and do thorough research on scientific studies and reports that highlight which probiotics have been effective in treating specific conditions. When looking for probiotic supplements, it's important to choose a high-quality brand that lists the strains. Ideally, look for products that have been tested. Here's a conclusion. 
The normal human intestinal microbiota plays a crucial role in maintaining good health. When there is an imbalance in the gut, it can lead to diseases such as infections, allergies, and autoimmune conditions. Probiotics are a promising solution to prevent and reduce the symptoms of these conditions by restoring the balance of the gut microbiota and boosting the immune system. What is the takeaway? Overall, probiotics are beneficial for human health, but some strains might be harmful. It is important to use them cautiously and choose the ones with proven efficacy, especially for individuals with compromised immune functions or serious underlying diseases. As a reminder, studies found that some probiotic supplements can be questionable. As they contain strains that may be resistant to antibiotics, and others might not survive the stomach acid, so it's useless for you to take them. Therefore, it is important to choose a high-quality brand that lists their strengths. It's a good idea to include probiotic-rich foods in your diet instead of relying completely on supplements. Talk to your doctor if you need help with specific condition. However, survey said the knowledge is medium, so good luck to that. This is the end of our podcast. Thank you for listening. Please share with your friends and family as this topic is crucial for their health. See you soon. If you like our podcast, please like. Share and give us a five-star review. Thank you.